Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast, formerly the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Dating Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. This podcast is brought to you by You Are Dynamic, LLC, the company who believes in and cares about you. In this episode, we're talking about the new meaning of Valentine's Month. And as you know, February 14th is National Valentine's Day, and we're accustomed to seeing hearts and flowers and jewelry and laughing couples. But what if, what if you decided this Valentine's Day, the focus would be on loving you? We all know everyone's in some type of relationship, but what about that relationship with yourself? Well, in part one, we left off with ways to practice self-love. So in this episode, we'll explore even more exciting ways to practice self-love. Are you ready? Let's go. Here's another way to practice self-love. It's by not dismissing your own needs. By not dismissing your own needs. When you know how to love yourself, you won't let someone abuse you because by allowing this abuse, and I say this so much, by allowing this abuse, you're literally telling them it's okay and that you're fine with their behavior. You're okay with being cursed out, told off, taken advantage of. When you allow these things to happen, you are saying to this person who is treating you this way, it's okay. But it really isn't okay. Because if someone is crossing your boundary, only you can speak up for yourself to stop it from happening. For example, I have a friend who didn't get any breaks during her eight-hour shift at work. And at first, she went along with it because she wanted to please her boss and not cause any disruption for the customers. But after about six months, she began to feel resentful but she still wouldn't speak up for herself. And this caused real unease within her. But when she finally did speak up for herself, she did get to get half breaks and she felt that I'm not being dismissed anymore. She felt seen, she felt heard. Another way to practice self-love is to develop your toxicity radar. Develop your toxicity radar. And I know this can be easier said than done. You may live with or work for a super nice, passive aggressive person. You could be married to a covert manipulator, AKA narcissist. There was someone toxic in my life and this person was a family member. And I was having a real hard time separating myself. And I initially thought that I'd be wrong if I removed myself and that I just have to go on and endure their treatment. Why? Because they were my family member. I felt, I felt this so deep. It was an ethical indecision about this. And it was so much causing so much disdain in my life that I consulted a therapist. And she told me that if I wanted to be able to go about my life without so much disruption, 
that I would have to remove myself from this person. And I really struggle with this. As a Christian, I knew I'd have to forgive the person. And yeah, I could do that. But to continue to have them in my life, well, I had to do what was best for me. What happened was an incident occurred. And that was the last straw. It forced me to remove myself. I decided that I'd have to love that person from a distance. From this experience, I learned that dysfunctional families are one of the major sources of toxic relationships. But until then, I didn't know that. I thought my function, my family was not dysfunctional. It was normal, as many of you may feel the same way. But at the end of the day, it's you who's going to have to determine how important that relationship is to you. If it's draining you, making you do and say things uncommon to your Zen behavior, or if it's abusive verbally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, you're most likely going to have to let it go. Of course, the decision is up to you, but remember your litmus test is self-love. In that same vein of self-love, be careful that you're not adding to the toxicity by enabling it or by adding to it with your self-defeating behaviors. It takes courage to be in the moment and not default into habitual ways of, re of relating. It takes courage to take responsibility for honest communication and to expect reciprocal respect. That's a mouthful. So in this vein, you are developing your toxicity radar. Here's another way. Show up for yourself. Spend time processing your emotions. Take a deep dive into your why. Why are you afraid of confrontation? Why can't you see yourself succeeding? Why do you self-sabotage? Find out what's behind these behaviors so the next time that dilemma shows up, you know how to deal with it without beating yourself up. That's how you show up for yourself. Another way is by accepting responsibility for your actions while not mentally berating yourself for what happened in your past. Did you date a guy normally you would have never dated and it turned out to be a disaster? Okay. It was a decision you made. Now you know. I'm sure there was a lesson in that choice you made. Find out what the lesson was. Take responsibility for your actions. Another way to practice self-love is by forgiving ourselves. Yes, that's right. Forgive yourself. Why do you think that we can forgive others, but we find it hard to forgive ourselves? Maybe we think we don't deserve to be forgiven or maybe we've gotten accustomed to beating ourselves up and mentally holding ourselves accountable for someone else's actions. Forgiving yourself, it involves self-reflection. When you look back on decisions you've made, maybe the tone you used when talking to someone who has frustrated you or maybe accepting your current situation for what it is. Understanding that no one is perfect and giving yourself grace 
is a way that we can definitely practice self-love. Let's take this illustration I found in Psychology Today, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Let's imagine Tina finally leaves her partner after many years. She feels as if she has really let herself down by having stayed for so long. She's wasted too many years with someone who not only didn't make her a better person, but also tore her down. Why is self-forgiveness appropriate and what might it look like for her? Self-forgiveness is appropriate because it is a way to restore dignity, which is often damaged in toxic relationships. Self-forgiveness is a step in rebuilding, if not building for the first time, the sense that a person matters, unquote. So in this case, Tina, she finally did leave her partner, but she was really down on herself because she felt she had wasted so many years with someone who really, really didn't care. So what might self-forgiveness look like for Tina? Well, I think that once she sits down and looks back to figure out why she went into that relationship to begin with, that might help her some. And then maybe she can give herself a little grace. And I always say the same thing because she worked with what she had at the time. This is a way that she can stop beating up on herself. And then once she starts, I think that ball rolling, then she'll begin to practice self-love. She'll be able to forgive herself and take some of that pressure off of herself. Here's another way to practice self-love. Speak kindly to yourself. Did you know that out of the 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts we have daily, 80% of them are negative while 95% are repetitive? 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive. We regularly berate ourselves for decisions we've made, for something we said, for the way we look. Can you imagine hearing all day, you're stupid. Again, I messed up. I'm so ugly or I'm so worthless. Well, once you keep hearing those thoughts repeating in your mind, you begin to believe those lies. But what you can do is refute those lies and stop them dead in their tracks. That's how you practice self-love. It's not going to happen overnight. But imagine you paying close attention in your mind when you hear yourself say, you're so ugly, don't even let the sentence finish. Stop it dead in its tracks and replace that with, you are beautiful. Another way to practice self-love is get moving. Yes, <laughs> Cut the sweets, the drinks of alcohol and liquor, and drink some water. I'm not the exercise type, and I will definitely <laughs> confess up to that. But I do realize that when your body feels good, you feel good. You're more apt to treat yourself better, hence practicing self-love. Even if you start small, a 10-minute walk. My 91-year-old dad, he goes out for 10 to 15 minutes and takes a walk every day except Sunday. And for some reason, the craving for sugar and salt, for me, 
it starts in the evenings. Is that you too? <laughs> Again, start small. Replace those cravings with healthy snacks. I know, boring. But when you take care of your body, it will take care of you. Another way is to allow yourself to daydream. Do you even know what your hopes and dreams are? Most of us don't. But did you know that daydreaming, it takes your mind away and it lets you flow into possibilities. My son asked me one day, Ma, what would you do if money were no issue? Do you know that I could not immediately answer him? That means I'm not practicing self-love. I'm too focused on what is. Not allowing myself to relax, rest, or release. What about you? Well, I know there's so many other ways to practice self-love, but I'm going to give you one more example from the Yvonne Vault. I'm a pretty laid-back person. The intonation of my voice is soft, and I generally let things build up before I stand up for myself. But let me tell you, there was a situation that had really gotten under my skin. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I kept getting headaches. But I finally stood up for myself, and boy, did that feel good. As long as I allowed the situation to eat away at my very being, I was not practicing self-love. But when I finally decided to and let the chips fall where they may, it was like the heavens opened up, and I felt so good. Okay, I'm going to flip the script a little bit here. Have you ever seen someone who loves themselves berate, hit, be impatient with, sabotage, or continually lie to themselves? Of course not. Think about when you purchased your first new car. You distanced it from other cars in the parking lot so you wouldn't get those little dings or scratch marks. You made sure to keep the interior clean. You took it out for regular oil changes, and you made sure to have appropriate air pressure and tire rotations. I mean, you remember that, right? You took care of that car very well. Or have you ever loaned someone money you didn't have? <laughs> you took it for your mortgage money, and when it came time to pay your mortgage, you were short. Would you consider that loving yourself? How about this one? Has someone ever complimented you and you glossed over what they just told you as if you could believe that someone actually gave you a compliment? They may have said, girl, you look so nice. That color suits you so well. And you reply, this old dress, when you should have said, thank you, period. Unfortunately, though, we're not taught to hear, accept, and internalize compliments. I recently read something that I'm going to paraphrase, and I'll call her Rhonda. Rhonda had been in an abusive relationship for 17 years. She'd been cheated on, lied to, and her husband ran her over with his car. She posted two pictures of her injuries. One had injuries of her of her being run over with the car but she posted another one on the right side and that one showed with the caption finally left him i've had enough two months no contact and i'm never going back access denied 
Ha! Now that's practicing self-love. So in the first picture, she showed her injuries. And in the one next to it, she looked like a total different person. And that's what happens when you practice self-love. When someone is harming you, hurting you, belittling you, you tell them, mm-mm, access denied. Because when you love yourself, you don't require or thrive on external accolades. You don't need foreign substances like alcohol and drugs to escape life. Why? Because when you're practicing self-love, you're going to be so busy enjoying life and learning from life's experiences. I want you to gently rub your fingers over those stretch marks on your body and remember you got them because you gave birth, and that's a beautiful thing. You'll accept the fact that your headaches warn you of upcoming weather changes, and that's okay. You'll treat yourself just because. You'll budget because you have goals and plans for your future. You'll choose to see the lessons that come from those valley experiences, and you won't feel the need to play a victim. You won't go to bed with the first man that you meet because you haven't, well, I'll leave that alone. You won't rush into relationships from one to the next, from one to the next without getting healed. During my research, I found this quote, lack of self-love manifests scarcity. Wow. Lack of self-love manifests scarcity. Now, what does that mean to you? At the end of the day, think of it this way. Everything has a foundation. So let's build this foundation starting with self-love. Not the selfish, everything is about me all the time. Bow down and worship me. Egotistical, narcissistic love. No. I'm talking about that love that creates shifts, monumental and positive shifts within. That's when your life will begin to magically fall into place. Let go of those things that happened in your past because you can't control the past and you can't control the future or how people perceive you. And the sooner you make peace with that, the happier you're going to be. And I want you to remember this. You are enough. You are enough. And then I'm going to leave you with these three quotes. This life is mine. So I have stopped asking people for directions to places they've never been. That's from Glennon Doyle. This one's from Iyanla Van Zandt. Comparison is an act of violence against the self. And this last one is Les Brown. Love yourself unconditionally, just as you love those closest to you despite their faults. I hope that this episode and the one prior to it on self-love helps you to celebrate Valentine's Month loving yourself. And I want you to remember and never forget, you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.